Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. This is Flow and Tell. Introducing dope hip hop, make your playlist swell. James and Andy just like two dudes you know so well. Now let's get the show started. Someone ring that bell. Welcome, everybody, to the Wild Wild West, the state that's untouchable like Elliot. I'm just, yes. Yeah. yeah. Elliot, yes. The track hits your eardrum. Yeah, like a slug to your chest, like a vest. Your Jimmy in the, the city, city of, of sex, flow and tell everybody hello. Yeah, nice to yeah, see you. Yeah, baby, we're a bunch of pumpkins. Call Cinderella, tell that bitch she ain't getting her shoes back. That's right. That's right. Those are my show. <laughs> you're, what are you gonna? You're gonna put them on uh, on one of those like, what's that service where you can sell shoes aftermarket for people with one foot? Yeah, yeah. One legged glass slippers. One one foot.com. <laughs> That's the one. I think it is. Yeah. 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 For all your one foot needs. Look, if you got yeah. a single foot and you don't need that second foot or shoe, yeah. just go to one foot.com. You get one shoe. You know what I'm saying? There's a competitor called Five Toes. They're not as good. One foot. Yeah. One yeah. foot's where it's at. Five Toes is kind yeah. of like uh, like a DH gate. You know, um, yeah, exactly. It's all it's it's, it's something all like that, you know. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you're like order just one one shoe, and these these uh, the people over at Five Toes they're so disrespectful. Sometimes they'll send a full pair. You know. Yeah, they'll send that extra foot like a little like a little fuck you. You know. Yeah, I mean? you're like, yo, what am I supposed to do with this? Where yeah. am I gonna sell it? You know. Right. You have yep. to find somebody with the other opposite leg. It's a real hassle. They like yeah. they put a lot of ha- they they put it on top of you the hassle. And then like and, uh, they're they're disrespectful, but then they like try to defend it. And they're like, no, we were just thinking. Like, imagine if you went to uh, foot onefootender dot com, you know that app, and you were trying to find a soulmate, you know. And so you found somebody that had a left shoe and you had a right shoe. And like together, you guys could have a pair. And that's how they try to defend it. But really, they're just in the background laughing. Yeah, they're snickering. They sent you two shoes and you can only use one of them. Exactly. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. I don't trust those so guys. Go to the people at onefoot.com. Yeah. The um, only way you get shoes from five toes is five finger discount. That's okay. right. Slap. Yeah. That's right. There it is. Slap. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, you? baby. Uh, you been know, a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, we haven't been here for a while, so it's a good point, good chance to uh, shout mm-hmm. out the Draft Podcast, yeah. If Radio, Why Do We Ever Meet, uh, Locals, Locals Barbershop, After Hours, Jabroni Ceramic U, Wrestling, 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 Jabroni U, Wrestling, 
Wrestly. There's just, just a little wrestling over there. Ooh, and those yeah. guys Ceramic already cat. did a show so, recently, and they're going to do another wrestling commentary uh, show very soon for uh, old GT Dub. That's right, June fourth. Yeah, at, Munchies uh, Four Twenty Cafe. Be there. Be there. Yeah. 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 Andy, that's not. That's not me talking while Andy's talking. That's actually Andy having an echo effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, pretty, I have this pretty, button he has on this my computer. Button that's on this computer, and I can do Andy, the can echo do effect. Echo effect in someone else's, else's voice. voice. So I so chose I James's, James's voice, voice for the, for the echo, echo effect. Echo, 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 echo. See, see how that works. How that works. Uh, ball sack. So you turned it off. I guess I'm back. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Good. yeah I, I turned good. it off. But you must have hit the man. Button. That's pretty good. You no, know it's crazy. Who are you? I'm Jay Breezy. Yeah. Who am I? You're a train. That's echo monster. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That's, That's what they call me AK, in the streets. There AK, goes that tickle monster. Yeah. Yeah. P- and people, I'm like, I'll get you. <laughs> yeah. People With hate when fingers. they see you on the streets because yeah. they're like, fuck, it's the tickle monster. <laughs> right. So they take yeah. off running. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we're about to get, hey, guys, hey, guys, don't look now. We're about to get tickled. Oh, shit. It's the tickle monster. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. It's that fucking guy that always tickles <laughs> us. He's so fucking what's, weird. What's his problem? <laughs> get your hands off me, dog. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> This guy just wants to tickle me. I don't want to be tickled. I'm eating a cupcake. Do not tickle me. Just because I got an Elmo shirt on doesn't mean I want you to tickle me. Bro, you're 45. Why are you wearing an Elmo shirt? I'm just playing. Wear what you want. That's right. Wear what you want. You know what? And also listen to what you want. Uh, Oh, special app. Special app. Yeah. Let's get into it because I feel like we can't get too goofy because Kendrick Lamar is not really... Uh, trying to be goofy much in this yeah. album. You know what I mean? He ain't He's, goofing around on this. He one. ain't fucking around at all. So, yeah. uh, yeah, this shit is fucking is incredible. Oh, a uh, little teaser for later. James doesn't even know yet. I have like a whole nother theory about this album. That's different than the thing that's right in front of your face. Yeah. Andy's got so. a fucking got a fucking yeah. mind-boggling idea. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of this one. Look, I might be way off, but I think I got some things that tie back and you know, I think this with with Kendrick similar to like Childish Gambino, they are not the type that are going to explain their art, so they want you to, you know, use your brain and think creatively and Creativity. Creativity. I love that. Yo, that's that's a, an awesome word. Yeah, I like that. Um, if it's not a word, make it. Make it so. Yeah, make it. Um, you know what I mean, and that's what I'm doing. You know, with uh, with this theory in that word. So we'll see. Judge it how you want. I'll explain that later. You know. Yeah. But there's some Easter eggs in here, and you might get some hints towards it as we're talking about things. Dude. So. James, what's the format of this show? We've done this a couple times um, with albums, uh, with Mac, with with Logic. Yeah. You know? Here's what we're going to do, you know? Uh, I think people need to listen to this album uh, front to back and take from it what they will. But you're not going to do that on this show. This is something that you got to do on your own. 
mm-hmm. and uh, sit and like reflect on where you're at in life and and what this album is saying to you. Uh, so I think what we should do is just we got I think we each have three songs, three yep. of our favorite songs from the album. Yep. Uh, and I guess do you think we should play all three of those songs, or you should do you think we should play one all the way through in bits of? Yeah, we can do it that way. Okay. And we got one song that together we came collectively on and said, uh, right. You know, we wanted to put it out there because we cry together. We all have to cry together. So that song we will play 100% all the way through, uh, mainly because like the song gave me like actual body chills while listening to it as if like, as if I was within the scene that was being acted out in front of me. I was like, I was in that Tony Stark room where it's all yeah. holographic and I'm just like, I, all this is like taking place right before my eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's holographic boogie, boogie, yeah. boogie. Exactly. Fucking a. Yeah. So why don't we do that right now? Why don't we all cry together right up front? Let's do it. And then we'll get into some like other stuff. That's like, even though I'm going to say funner stuff, it's still not like nothing is really super fun. In this album, as it's much kind of fun, there's, there's some, some fun, fun stuff, stuff, yeah. But it's like it's it's like it's reflective. Heavy it's yeah. serious. We yeah. cry together, everybody. Let's do it. I think, I think we will. Look and hey, this is uh, you know shout out to our boy Biff, but on Flow and Tell, we kind of talk through it. You you can listen to it as you go. So we'll probably jump in here and there with some. You know craziness you know oh definitely we're gonna talk to we're, we gotta talk over it the start of this is uh florence uh in the machine yeah that's what i thought uh yeah yeah florence welch and this whitney alfred so so the song you feel like you're getting something else when it starts you know yeah this is what the world sounds like I like that part. This is what the world sounds like. Yeah. It wasn't what you were just listening to. It's what this is. Right. You know? So it goes from the beauty of it to, like, what's real and raw. Yeah. Ooh, Kendrick's going in. Oh my god, Taylor Page is so good. Time of the month, shout out to periods. About at this point, I'm like, okay, this thing's gonna go this whole rant, this whole song like this. Yeah, yeah, and it does. Yeah. It's just one of the hardest choruses of all time. Yeah. It's just crazy how much you feel enveloped by it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a stage play. It's a, it is drama play. That's being acted out right in front of you through music and words. It's incredible. It made me feel like the whole album should be 
put on tour as a play or like just yeah. on Broadway as a play. Oh my god, yeah, that would be incredible. This almost like a mental health hood Hamilton. You know? Yeah. Ooh, man. She oh man, where she hits the clap. <laughs> should have found, found a bigger, a bigger dick. dick. Yeah. She clapped during it. Yeah. So you know it's Man, hold, withholding the keys. Yeah, you can't you know. be doing that. Every, uh, yeah. Everybody's been on one side of that situation, you know what I mean? Don't you feel like? Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a girl that threw my keys one time. Yeah? My keys. Threw your own keys? Yeah. yeah. Like, in a, in a fucking lake? No, just... <laughs> room in somewhere like a frustrated with me yeah. right away I guess yeah. I don't know Going back and forth, man. It's uh, dude, and then like it's crazy because you can see hear them like just escalating it, and then all of a sudden they get into like real world shit. Exactly. Yeah. And I love how he's under like while she's yelling, he's like his voice is kind of underneath saying that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is big right here when she's talking. She just said he's the reason chicks be turning lesbian. Yeah. That's crazy right there. She hits R. Kelly and then he's like, you're still bumping the music. Yeah. It's all real life things that like people yeah. don't really talk about. You know what I mean? Like these are these that are, was that was a wild line right there. Why R and B bitches don't feature on each other's songs? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So what the hell are you talking about? And then it just tur- and then it's over. Some people like fighting so that they can sex it out. That whole situation, the whole song is like a personal, uh, like it's not something you hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? This part's crazy too. Yeah. So the tap dancing and then. Stop tap dancing around the conversation. Yeah. God. That changes the whole song right there. When, when it's his fiance, uh, I think it's fiance or wife. One of the two, I think. Um, she's the one that's doing the narration, right? Okay. Um, and she says, "Stop ta- tap dancing around the conversation." So right. it's like they they went through this whole fight and basically didn't have like a conversation about it. They were yelling the whole time, 
And then the sex distracted them from the conversation that yeah. they really needed to have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They so were just like, tap stop dancing. tap dancing around the conversation. Exactly. And I think there's a double meaning there that, again, I will explain later. Oh, shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just love how that's, like, uh, just it's it's they're talking and saying things that that people have said and felt in anger mm-hmm. or in a situation like that. But you don't ever hear that kind of thing talked about in that way because that's a personal behind closed doors fight between two people. That's not something that. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a rap song about something so real that nobody even says anything about it. You know, what's crazy too. Yeah. Kendrick is this skilled rapper that is no doubt in my opinion, especially after this album, one of the top five greatest of all time. Like, and you could say number one, and I couldn't argue with that much. Like, honestly, like that's how I feel is he's, he's for sure there. She Taylor page, like kind of like, even outshadowed him on this track, uh, outshined him on this track. And it's crazy because this is her rap debut and she's an actress. She just won uh, independent spirit award um, because she was in one of my top 10 movies of the year that we drafted on the draft pod Zola. And she yeah. played uh, um, one of the strippers or whatever that, you know, uh, went down to Tampa and all this kind of stuff. The movie's incredible. See Zola, especially knowing that she just did this, go back and watch Zola because like, you're going to be like, wow, this woman's just like ridiculously talented. Um, Damn. But like, yeah, man, this song was crazy. And like you said, like, that's the first thing I thought of when I listened to it. I was like, man, this is like a play. This, this needs to be something that's, that's acted out, whether it's Kendrick's when he goes on tour, like I would love for the whole thing to be this therapy session where they go through all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I could see this just being like an awesome, you know, part of the play. That's a huge fight or whatever. And it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Shit. So, you know, uh, now we have, we each have three songs, so we'll play. Yeah. Let's play. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Because who went first last? We oh, don't know. We don't fucking know. I have no clue. Yeah. We're just, back, though, by the way. We're, we're back. We're fucking back. Yeah. Yeah. Flo we just took a little hiatus tell. to give you guys a little break. Yeah. So you can miss us, because sometimes you love something more when you miss it. Yeah. Absence yeah. makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you're very fond right now. So I guess, uh, I guess I'll go first. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure you went first last, so I'll go first this time. Uh, I'm only, I'm like uh 64.3% sure that you went first last. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm 64.3. <laughs> there you go. Boom. There you go. Exactly. Right on the money. So, uh, Fuck that. I have five songs with stars next to him next to them, man, because those are like my, I, you know, what's crazy is I'm switching. I feel like daily since it's come out and 
my order is kind of adjusted even today after we already decided, Hey, we're doing this. Yeah. My order changed from then because of my weird theory. Right. So how about you? Yeah. What's all right. I think the first, is this the one you're going to play fully or is this one you're going to do partial? This is one I'll do partial and I'm going to go with silent Hill with Kodak black and Kendrick Lamar. Yo, Yo, the feature that nobody expected. Oh my god, it's so good too. I love Kodak. I've always Yeah. I have He's like a Florida boy. I have like five Kodak Black songs on my daily playlist that I listen to yeah. constantly. So uh I love it, man. Fucking A. Here we go. Uh this is Silent Hill, Kendrick Lamar, Kodak Black. We're just gonna do like twenty 20 seconds or so. Maybe I'll jump to the Kodak verse as well. Yeah. I like, yeah, the start of the Kodak verse is so hard. Yeah. Ooh. Yo, the chorus on this goes super hard, too. Push these niggas off me like. I love that. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, here we go. Here yeah. we go. It's like two minutes in. Everywhere I go, I need pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I love that, like, lazy Florida flow he's got going on. Yeah. Damn. Man. Okay, so I think this will be cool. I think this will be cool. Maybe people can pick up on where I'm going with my my total theory. From the six songs we do, I'm going to pull out the things that I pulled out from the song that um, defend what I'm basically trying to say. So on Silent Hill, uh, the first one is Kendrick Lamar saying peekaboo can't hide behind your money dog. Okay. Yeah. And the other one is Kodak saying literally starting it off. They don't fuck with me even if they could. Okay. All right. But put that in your brain. Put that in your brain. Gotcha. All right. All right. What do you um, got? What do you want to start with? All right. So uh, this one's absolute heat and the music video makes it even better. Um, oh, shit. This is one that's grown on me like to an insane amount. Um, and I want to play partial. This isn't the one I want to play full. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say N95. Um so Do you want to there's a there's a lot of things in here. Uh, this music video, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, let's just play a little bit of it. You want to start from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. 
Hello new world, all the boys and girls, I got some true stories to tell. You're back outside, but they still lie. Whoa, yeah. Take off the fufu, take off the cloud chase, take off the wifi, take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry, I'ma take 10 steps, then I'm taking off top off. Take off some fabricate streams and the microwave memes. It's a real world outside. Take off your idols. Take off the runway. Oh. Take off the Sandro pay. Five days stay. Take off for the meal. Hella five. This shit does slap, dude. Dude, and then when the chorus comes in, it's like it reminds me of the chorus that you just you play. Yeah, yeah. Kind of similar. Take off the new logic that if I'm rich, I'm real. Take off the shirt, no. Take off the bullshit. Take off the broken bag. Take all that designer bullshit off and what do you have? You ugly as fuck. You Fuck What are people talking about? This album doesn't have fucking bangers. This is clearly banging right now, dude. Like we're this banging is, together. Yeah, this gives me that humble kind of vibe in some sort of sense. Hell yeah. yeah. And there's a little drill in there. You can hear like the little bit of drill. Man. Yeah. Man. That's, okay. That's... So here's the lines. Let's see if you can start putting these together. Okay. Uh, you ugly as fuck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, you worried about a critic? That ain't protocol. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then he uses um, like a baby Keem voice or it is baby Keem. I'm not sure. Um, so that part. And then this kind of goes into the next song and we're not really we're, we may end up playing it. So but I'm just going to say it after you hear you ugly as fuck. Yeah. The end of the end of that song or whatever. The first voice that you hear on the next song is Kodak Black. Oh. So you you so you could kind of make it about appearance, but also Kodak's style could be ugly to like purists of hip hop. Oh, okay. So throwing okay. that out there. So just a little more bread come crumb. Bread comes. Bread. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't come in my bread. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yo, that's uh, like when you butter it too much. That's when you like <laughs> put half a stick of butter on one piece of bread after you've toasted it. You're like, dog, that was super excessive. <laughs> like you did not need to put a half stick of butter on one piece of toasted bread. Yeah, that's a bread come. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be floppy. That's right. That's floppy yeah. toast. All right. Yeah. It's still delicious. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, man. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I wish, uh, I kind of wish we did. We committed to more songs, but it's okay. This we is good. I mean, so no. you went hard on yours. So that's why I came back to the hard track. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I think I want to go Father Time. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That, that was definitely at the very top of my list. Okay. I love the Sampha. Like, I. oh, yeah. Here we go. That voice. Yeah. Woo! So good. Yes. Uh, this is Father Time featuring Sampha. 
Dude, it starts out so beautiful, too. That's the fiance saying you need therapy. He's like, I don't need therapy. Yeah. There is that stigma around therapy. Yeah. And Eckerd is some dude you can find on YouTube that does a bunch of therapy type stuff. There's, there's, the, more there's the big dancing. steppers. Yeah. I come from a generation of home invasions. And I got daddy issues, that's on me. Everything the four was that taught me may have is buried deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep me past them streaks. My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues, all across Whoa, my head. Come on, God. Wanna throw my hands? I won't think out loud, a foolish pride. If I lose again, won't go in the house. I stayed outside, laughing with my friends. They don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses. I don't take those well. Mama said that boy is exhausted. He said, go fuck yourself. If he give up now, let's go cost That's hard. Damn. You could be a bitch or step out the margin. I got a quick. You got a tough dad? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that can relate to this for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, this the party breaks my humility. Just for I just want to get to Sampa real quick and then I'll. I know. Right here. No chaser need. Hey, that's what I'm doing right now. No chaser need. Hell yeah. God, I love it. I love that so much. Oh my god! Jeez, dude. Um, yeah, I, it's hard not to play that whole song, to be honest. Yeah, um, I know. Because that one's like right at the top for me too. Um, I know we talked to Biff, and uh, Biff mentioned this was a big one for him. And for me, I told him it was probably different than than even his. Um, because for me, it made me think about things from a fatherhood perspective, from being a dad and like, because uh, there's like shit like he says sprain the knee. So I'm a little different in the sense that like he hasn't sprained his knee, I don't think. But he does bust himself off and like bust himself up because he's wild. <laughs> he busts <laughs> and, uh, himself off too? <laughs> yeah. I mean. No, I think that's like when he turns 12. Yeah, um, that's when you get that like, toast. Yeah, he busts himself up and like so he scrapes himself, hits his head, whatever. And I'll just like start laughing, not because like it's hilarious, although sometimes it is like I'll <laughs> laugh and smile and do things like that, because when he sees me do that, he doesn't get up, flips it around and he doesn't get like super upset or anything. Yeah, like that. Right. So it made me like kind of think like. I don't know if that's like being too tough or whatever like because it's it's more of him just being young i want to say but it did make me think about things like throughout and i was like okay these those are things that clearly you don't want to do and some of the stuff he said kind of related to to me um and say some of the stuff that we all probably went through with our dads that um you know maybe it was a different time where they didn't you know, maybe show the type of emotion that uh, a lot of, you know, people do probably nowadays compared to back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of like being a that's how you be a man. That's how you, you know, you know, it, it's that that kind of stuff, you know, so I thought about. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of friends that uh, that I was close with that I knew their dads as well. And uh, yeah. 
uh, I I know what a sh- I know what a shitty dad is. I know exactly mm-hmm. what a shitty dad is. Like I had yeah. best friends growing up that I watched their dads fucking be absolute fucking dickheads, and a lot of it had to do with fucking drinking and shit. Uh, yeah, you know, neat no chasers. Dude, you I know? had some so, that were uh, sports related because he talks yeah. about kind of that whole basketball scheme, right? Right. Um, and where he says "fuck a foul." Um, well, I had like friends like that where their dad would like make them go out and and do something that was completely insane, like just like an over the top sports dad, like. And I'm like, that person's not even like in shape, and they're they're like just drilling you i remember one dude like his dad would tell him and, and maybe this wasn't a terrible thing but like between commercials for instance he always had to do push-ups oh geez like yeah. while they were watching shows or whatever it was like okay commercial do your push-ups yeah you know and bullshit. then like at cutting weight for wrestling like before high school shit like that like just wild stuff that was like wow man like just let this kid be a kid so yeah. And I think there's a lot of that in the in the hood because it's like um, it's like, you know, you have to you have to be hard. You have to harden yourself up. Machismo. Five. So well, yeah. and so you can survive is probably how a lot of them view things, um, yeah. whether it's right or wrong. There is, you know, something to that. Um, so other- while he thought he was giving him good game or whatever, he was also kind of fucking him up at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing um, that that song does for me as well, though, is like it makes me look at my own dad and realize like how fucking lucky I am. Yeah. Yeah. We had good have, dads. Yeah. Like I had a good dad, too. So. Exactly. So it's like I think that that's fucking cool. Have a good dad, I should say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. 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 But so. All right. So here's your little Easter eggs for this song. All right egotistic zero given fucks and to be specific need assistance with the way i was brought up what's the difference when your heart is made of stone and your mind is made of gold and your tongue is made of sword but it may weaken your soul all right Mm -hmm. let's take that one in okay all right man so where do i go next ah it's tough. Man. Here, man. There's so many good songs. The whole thing. The whole thing yeah. is fucking incredible. Okay. I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Crown. Okay. All right. I have that one written down. Okay. <laughs> nice. And this is one. There's a lot of people that didn't really like as much, but like, I'm thinking it's because like, those are people that were, like they want the hard shit or something like that. And yeah, this, this wasn't about Kendrick's verses or whatever. This is about what was being said and the feel of it and all that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Here we go. Dude, I love the piano. The amount of piano in this album is yeah. crazy in a good way. The production's insane, by the way. Oh my God. And you can't say no Go out the way to make the coin available That's what I call love 
closest ones afraid to say they need some time The turnaround is life or death but you don't mind Go out the way to say you made the compromise Jeez That's what I call You just fall into the song. I, that's what just happened to me. I just like zoned out. Yeah. He drives this home, obviously, like at the end of the song, too, and like yeah. 20 times in a row or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, and I love it. The fucking piano, dude. Just. And it's kind of haunting, too, because it's like. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, so that part is the little Easter egg. They idolize and praise your name across the nation. Tap the feet and nod the head for confirmation. Promise that you keep the music in rotation. That's what I call love. And then he goes into, and I can't please everybody. No, I can't please everybody. Um, And then the other one is love going to get you killed. So put that in the brain. Okay. All right. I, I, uh, are you kind of getting, uh, getting a sense of the theme? I'll let you guess at the end after we kind of do it all before I like lay it out. Yeah. I'm not anywhere close to oh, getting, okay. to getting... <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a wild theory, so I get it, but yeah. you'll understand when I explain it, how some of the yeah. things that we've talked about kind of, uh, circle back to it. I'll I'll still guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. I think this is what I'll do. Is this the one you're going to play this the full gonna, song on? This is going to be a full song. All right. Uh, and I'm going to go with the song Mirror. Damn. The last that, was song. A, that was a sleeper I had written down, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. St- hell yeah. Yeah. And these are all like these weren't like some of these weren't the ones that were on the top of other people's like oh no yeah just just from tweets I saw so the like, top five songs yeah. of the album according to Apple Music is United in Grief in ninety five Worldwide Steppers Die Hard and Father Time so well those are just the first five songs yeah I know so, but those, that mean? yeah those five um, are the most downloaded songs of the album that's great well that's yeah. Yeah, so that sounds like people that wanted the hard shit because it, it yeah. changes tone yep. on the second album, which is the last nine songs. Exactly. And the song that you're picking is the closer of the entire album. That's right. Here we go. Start with Kodak. Love the feeling of this song so the much. The pressure's taking over me as 
Yeah. Kendrick's getting in his singing bag here. I love it. I know, dude. You know what I think yeah. it is? I love that I line. Cho- I love it, too. I, yeah. I chose me, I'm sorry. I think it's uh, people are used to Kendrick rapping, rapping because he's one of the best rappers ever. Right. He chose to be more of an artist on this album than just a rapper. She woke up in the morning for the daily news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. In Family Feuds, he mentioned several times in uh, the Family Feud song or whatever it was called, Family Business, maybe? Yeah. Baby Keem, like won a Grammy last year. Oh, okay. Baby Keem's his cousin, so yeah, family yeah. affairs. But he mentions that several times in the album. This, I love like the synth in this song too, and oh, like the, it's got kind of like an eighties like yeah. Girl, I'm not relevant to giving no profit. Personal gain of my pain is nonsense. Darling, my demons is off the leash. But this is not an 80s flow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Working on myself and counseling is not easy. So the combination makes for just awesome. Finger, cause critical yeah, thinking thanks. is a deal breaker. Faith in one man is a ship sinking. Do yourself a favor and get a mirror that mirror grievance. They pointed at me so the reflection can mirror freedom. She told me mm. that she need me the most. I didn't believe her. She even called me names on a post. The world can see it. Damn. That's, that's one of the internet. Easter eggs. That, those two lines. Oh, yeah, that's so like triumphant right there. Sorry I didn't save the world, my friend. I was too busy building mine again. That's so. That shit makes me smile so hard. The violin and the synths and the fucking. The, the drum. Like. Uh. The clap. What a way to go out, you know? It's a perfect close. Yeah. I should have gone last. Should have gone last first. <laughs> well, that's the thing about this song. It's like everybody's thinking about the dark part of this album or whatever, but yeah. this is very triumphant. Exactly. Man. Fuck. Oh, what a banger. What a banger. So what a banger. Fucking good. Um, 
So I feel like I need to get one of the two heavy songs, right? Okay. Um, first, let me let me uh, give you the parts on this. This one I had quite a few. Um, so Kodak starting with I Choose Me. Mm-hmm. And then Kendrick saying, I choose me. I'm sorry. And then this part of Kendrick, because all of it's toxic. Girl, I'm not relevant to giving on profit. Personal gain off my pain. It's nonsense. Then don't you point a finger just to point a finger because critical thinking is a deal breaker. All right. And then here we go again. She told me that she need me the most. I didn't believe her. She even called me names on the post. The world can see it. And uh, I don't want to give all of them. So I'll just give this next one. Disregarding the way I cope with my own vices. Maybe it's time to break it off. Run away from the culture to follow my heart. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm and excited then obviously, to see it. Sorry I didn't save the world, my friend. I was too busy building mine again. Yeah. God, I love <clears> that <throat> fucking line. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. I choose me. I'm sorry. Man. All right, Andy. Actually, I choose you. You tell me what your favorite okay. song is on the album. So, like I said, I think I got to go with one of the two okay. uh, just absolute bangers and this one's so fucking like pulled back and beautiful that i'm gonna i'm gonna go with this one but just know that anti-diaries was high oh fuck but I know. mother i sober that, oh, that's the one i'm going with here i have that i have both of those songs written on my yeah i did i did here. too yeah yeah at the end we'll we'll say all the songs that we didn't play that people right. should definitely give a shot so you say you want to do mother i sober mm-hmm Featuring Beth Gibbons from uh, God, what is it? Um, from Mel, the Mel Gibbons, Mel Gibbons, Mel Gibbons, uh, <laughs> band starts with the P people love them. Um, oh, uh, uh, parachute pants. Mm, I don't Para- think it's Paramore. Paramore. No, but uh, something like that. Uh, God, what is it? Um, is it people under the stairs? Uh no, that's a that's a rap group. Oh okay. Um, you know about them? No, I don't know. I do not. Oh, that's we'll a, have to a, play them on a, a future movie. flow and tell. All right, let's do that. Um, Beth Gibbons. Yeah. You can just play it. I'll figure it out. All right, here we go. Mother Eye Sober. Portishead. Portishead. That was going to be my next guess. Damn it. It was on the tip of my... It was on the, <laughs> it was on the tip of my sphincter. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he pulls back the his rap in here and it's so, to make it more about the message. Yeah. My first tough decision in the shadows, clinging to my soul. That's my only critic. Where's my faith? Told you I was Christian, but just not today. I transformed, praying to the trees. God is taking shape. My mother's mother followed me for years in her afterlife, staring at me on back of some buses. I wake up and imagine him rapping how he looks on the cover of Damn. You ain't felt grief till you felt Yeah, you know? I gotta let me oh, look man. at the cover. Anybody but 
God, this chorus is so fucking pretty. Oh, yeah. Just kind of like hunched over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember looking in the mirror, knowing I was gifted, only child. Me for seven years, everything for Christmas, family ties. They accused my cousin. Did he touch you, Kendrick? Never lied, but no one believed me when I said he didn't. Frozen moments, still holding on it. Hard to trust myself. I started rhyming, coping mechanisms to lift up myself. Talk to my lawyer. Did he say his cousin didn't touch him? Yeah, that that was interesting because normally you would hear somebody saying that they they did do something and people not believing it. Yeah. This time, people were saying someone did do something, and he's saying they didn't, did and they're not believing it. Interesting. Interesting. That line is crazy. You never felt guilt till you felt it sober. Yeah. Basically, just saying you're taking drugs or. Um, yeah, you're, you're drinking or like the United in grief where you're like going out and buying a bunch of shit or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not experiencing the actual grief. It's trying to cover mask it, up, it all. Masking you it. Know? Yep. Like in 95. I was never high. I was never drunk. Never held my mind. I need control. They handed me some smoke. But still I declined. I did it sober. Sitting with myself. I went through all emotions. No dependence. Except for one. Let me bring you closer. Intoxicated. There's a lustful nature that I failed to mention. Insecurities that I project. Sleeping with other women. Whitney's hurt. The pure soul I know. I found it in the kitchen. Asking God, where did I lose myself? You can't be forgiven. Broke me down. She looked me in my eyes. Is there an addiction? I said no. But this time I lied. I knew that I can't fix it. Pure soul. Even in her pain no she cared for me gave me your number said she recommended some therapy i asked my mama now this is fucking happy when i told her it's so deep and thought-provoking in chicago yeah it's just it's real and raw emotional and he makes you listen harder by like bringing down his voice right yeah i'm exactly down on his level right now And then he brings it out. Mm. 
misogyny. This is post-traumatic. Black families and a side of me. Today is still active. So I set free myself from all the guilt that I thought I made. So I set free my mother, all the hurt that she titled shame. So I set free my cousin, chaotic, for my mother's pain. I hope Hakeem made you proud, cause you ain't die in vain. So I set free the power with me. May she heal us all. So I set free our children. Make a karma, keep them with God. So I set free the hearts filled with hatred. Keep our body sacred as I set free all your abusers. This is transformation. Jeez. It gives Oof. you chills, dude. dude. Like, I got goose pimples right now. It's because he, like, starts low and he doesn't, stays there for a while. Yeah. And, and he crushes it up. And you're just like, yeah, the crescendo. Like, you just go up with it. And then he ends it, and then boom, it drops right into her like beautiful chorus. It's yeah. crazy. Ah. You did it. I'm proud of you. You broke a generational curse. Say thank you, Dad. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Mommy. Oh. I know like that's what goes you know what's awesome about that so that is what goes into the last track yeah I'm so here. it's like he's yeah. gotten he's he's gone through this because the whole thing the, the thing that's up front obviously not the double meaning that I'm talking about the thing that's up front is basically it being a therapy session right and this is where he gets all of his truth out which is why that's so awesome like he's gone going through all these things his voice is kind of down and then he gets angry, like and it and it goes up or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I got it off my chest. Like now I'm free. Now we can go on and live and like start a whole new thing, breaking the generational curse. And then they hit that last part, that very last little part. Yeah. And then boom, we go into that uplifting song that you just played. Right. Like so he's like it it feels like he was able to fucking get through something with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's on the other end now. Exactly. And, and we're able, like we went through it through the album with him. Like it's that's incredible. kind of what's beautiful about yeah. the whole album. To be honest is like, I know, um, especially like mental health's a thing just in general. And like people like not wanting to go to therapy and all that kind of shit, but even more in like the black community, um, you know, it's a bigger thing. Right. So like for a lot of people that maybe can't afford therapy or just don't want to go because there's the stigma and all that kind of stuff, you can get some therapy, by just listening to this album over and over and being like, holy shit, these are things I need to address. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I think, yeah. I think this is one of his most important albums that people aren't just real at people. A lot of people just aren't realizing it yet, you know? Yeah, but. I think I think this is one of those albums that's going to uh 
that's gonna hang around for a long time dude it's gonna age beautifully this is so hot take like and and this is weird to say because we're only a few days in but i could very well see this being my favorite kendrick album yeah which i think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily agree with but like again i feel like so much of his 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 work is like you know rapping and stuff like that and this one he kind of i love the production choices i love like you know the the artistry like um yeah i love him bringing on people like kodak black and baby keem and you know i love him singing in certain spots and choosing maybe more like rock or indie uh, people to do some of the choruses. Um, It's just like, I don't know. It's a very complete album that I feel like, like a lot of people can relate to. Like To Pimp a Butterfly is fucking beautiful. Um, And it, it helps people understand and everything like that. But then there's also a huge portion that can't relate to some of the things that he's talking about in To Pimp a Butterfly everybody can relate to a lot of these topics that he's talking about in this. Cause he covers so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. These are all thoughts that everybody has had or things that everybody has dealt with or seen dealt with in their lives. It's like you said, yeah. therapy session. It's, it's just real life, baby. You know, this is in your face, motherfucker. Exactly. You know? uh, here's a couple of the Easter eggs for, you know, the spoiler that, or not the spoiler, but the, the thing I'm finally going to, bring out um i wish i was somebody anybody by myself i wish i was somebody anybody by myself that's one of them and then the other one i started rhyming coping mechanisms to lift up myself talked to my lawyer told me not to be so hard on myself he has an aura i hope to achieve if i find some help congratulations made it to be famous still i feel uneasy um so yeah and then there's another one that's in here I was never high. I was never drunk, never out my mind. I need control. They handed me some smoke, but I still declined. So I need control. Control was like the thing that he did where he called all the rappers out. Right. Yeah. The famous verse was off the song control. where he called out big Sean Mac, like all of these different rappers, like basically saying, step your game up. Right. So he said, I need control. They, they handed me some smoke but I still decline. So while it's in this beautiful song and has nothing to do with it, I also think you could, you could pull that. It's, it's also like a little nod to that verse he did in control. When he says, I need control. They handed me some smoke. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like got some smoke for, I feel like there's a double in there, yeah. you know? So uh, that's, that's that one. Before I get into my thing, you want to give your like overall thoughts on, on the album? Uh, I just think that uh, it it's everything that we've been saying all along. This thing is like a, it's a pure piece of, piece of artistry. Mm-hmm. And I just love how absolutely fucking real and raw the motherfucker is. Uh, there's, it, it reminds me, I know this sounds probably stupid to people or whatever, but like when I think of like Childish Gambino's album Camp, which is yeah. it's very real and raw and it's his internal thoughts and what he's dealing with. And, and it all comes to it. 
a lot of it all comes down to, I feel like it takes a, a progression the same way that this album does, even though this one does it in, in a different way, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. I just, Dude. yeah. The fact that it's so emotionally moving. Like I got, I got goosebumps twice listening to this album two two different songs. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't happen it, very often. Like it's, when a song, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is one that it's an album. I always talk about this. Like there's a lot of artists today that are uh, singles artists and that's great because I want that kind of stuff in my life. I want stuff I can bump in the whip. I can, I can put the windows down. Yeah. Uh, you know, windows down, AC up like Andy do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just turn up some shit. So I, 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 I like that. I respect that. I want that stuff. But then you got Kendrick who like, he's an album artist, you know, he's, yeah. he puts these like pieces of work together that you just want to like play from beginning Front to, to end. Yeah. And there's not a lot of albums that you you do that where you revisit and stuff like that. You pull a couple songs after you've listened to a few times. You're like that album slaps, um, but I'm just going to pull like three songs out of it, put it on this playlist and I'm going to have this like different playlist. Right. With Kendrick, I want to listen to the whole work. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like so. most of the time I'll go and I'll add, I'll click add on three or four songs, but yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, this album, all I did was go to the very top of the album and hit add album. I did that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew that I didn't have to sit and try to cherry pick songs. Yeah. You know, which this is why this was so tough for us to just pull a few songs out. Um, You know, Um, so so what's your theory? So I've teased it. it. You ready? You want to take the guess? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to guess that, uh, I'm going to guess that <laughs> let's see what I have here. Hide behind money. Couldn't touch me if you could. Uh, yeah. So they went to the movies or whatever and they didn't have like popcorn. Right. Yeah. They were out of popcorn. So like they got mad at each other or whatever, but then it's like, <laughs> uh, we can get through this, you know, I'll choose me, dude. So it's probably that. I like it. I like it. Is that uh, close? Is that anywhere near? It's a little something different. It's oh, okay. Something it's different. different. All right. So here's theory. what I want you to do. Play the last 15 seconds of the last song. Okay. And will it play through to the beginning of the, the album? It won't, but I can make that happen. Okay, so yeah, so so make that happen. Play the last fifteen seconds of the the last song, and then play the first fifteen seconds of the first song. Okay. And hopefully, you at home are also playing this little game. <laughs> All right, here we go. So here's the last 15 seconds of the last song. No, it's not. I choose me. Here's the last 15 seconds of the last song.
in the first 15 seconds. Tell them, tell them, tell them the truth. I hope you find some so it ends with I choose me, I'm sorry. And it starts with I hope you find some peace of mind in this lifetime. And then the girl comes in and says, tell them, tell them the truth. Yeah. So it's like this cycle, right? Yeah. Because he's saying, I choose me, I'm sorry. And then she says, she comes and then they come in with, I hope you find some peace of mind. And then it says, tell them the truth. In the heart part five, right? Everything was about the culture. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And it even ended with Nipsey Hussle, right? Who Kendrick is talking about the bad parts of the culture of hip hop. Right. And it starts with United in Grief. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he's going through this therapy session, but the, the heart part five mentions the culture. Kendrick is talking about the bad parts of the culture as well, which, you know, he, he's also giving some nod, but then, um, or he's referencing like the OJ face. And then he goes to Jesse Smollett and then, you know, Will Smith with the hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, um, these are all people that have been controversial and then there's some positive, it changes and it goes to Kobe and then it goes to Nipsey Hussle. And then you go into the album and it's united in grief. So my theory is it's a double because yes, it's a therapy session, but it's also about um, hip hop, right? So it's also about the culture. It's about hip hop. Um, and, you know, also potentially kind of giving up the crown and stepping back. And that's where he has Kodak come in. That's where he has baby Keem come in. And he kind of steps back a little bit from it. And at the end of uh, Mother I Sober, it's like kind of moving on, it feels like. So this could be a retirement album and we just don't know it. Right. Oh, okay. You know, but like, I also think he's talking about um, hip hop and just the culture of it and everything. So that's my so you can name a song. And I wrote down something like name a song we didn't do. And I could tell you what I wrote down and you can look rich, at the how words. about rich spirit, rich spirit. So, ah, painting pictures, put me in the Louvre. That's a definite universal shift. I'm in a groove and celebrity do not mean integrity. You fool. So painting pictures. So he's talking about hip hop, like writing words together, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so like everything I wrote down, something that could kind of reference to him talking about hip hop and yeah, culture. I see. Okay. So that is my like, you know, kind of crazy theory. Like in Crown, he talks about can't please everybody. No, can't please everybody. And then I mentioned love going to get you killed. So like the love from hip hop could also get you killed. Example, Nipsey Hussle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then Kodak Black, where he's saying they don't fuck with me, even if they could. Right. So, again, there's a lot of people that don't necessarily fuck with Kodak, even though they can. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's kind of my 
wild theory that I think when you look at it, it kind of checks out. I like it. I, I think I, I see the correlation very well. The way, yeah. you, the way you've painted the picture here. Yeah. So it's like even some of the stuff you wrote down, which I was like, check that Easter egg. Now you can kind of get where those lyrics could kind of go back to what I'm referencing. Yeah. You know, so. That's great. And, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that uh, I think you're on to something 100%. And you just heard it here on Flow and Tell. The, We're back. The, the double meaning of this album. There it is. It's 100%. I feel like that's 100% like legit. Yeah. Because with Kendrick, it's never just one thing. Right. Because remember, yeah. like it came out like. And every and I wanted to put this out there before other people do it, just because it's like I might be dead wrong, but it's like a theory I wanted to throw out there. Like, yeah, but damn, people were like, "Oh wow, you play it front to back, and then all of a sudden you play it back to front, and it's got an even different meaning." Yeah. So like that's where I was like, "Man, what else could this be?" And. Like watching the heart part five, I was trying to figure out what the connection was. And the first few times I listened to it, to be honest, um, I was still diving so deep into like what he was trying to say, because he's so like, you know, he's so deep with everything that I was just coming to the conclusion that this was just a therapy session and it was amazing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden something hit me and I was like, wait a second. All right. Let me let me just go through each song and see if it is. So what I would say to people um, is go through it and listen to it like regular. Hear the therapy part. But I'd be curious for people to go back, listen to the album and think of whenever they use her. Right. He uses Whitney, his his fiance or wife. Whenever they use her. Think about that as hip hop. Right. So her is hip hop. So them fighting and we cry together could be also him, you know, fighting with her as hip hop and oh, masculinity, masculinity that happens in hip hop. For instance, them dropping F bombs yeah. and anti diaries and hip hop has been known to be kind of, you know, homophobic at times and stuff like that. Right, so yeah. if you think about her and she when she's talking as hip hop, it's like a different perspective of the album altogether. If you listen to it back, I love that end. The end of anti diaries when he's like, if you're going to let, if you're going to say it, you better let the white girl say the N word, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, that story, right? Yeah. Cause he brought some girl up on some stage, girl on stage <laughs> yeah, to rap with him. And he said, you, like, can't, you can't say that. You just can't say that word. And people were like, Oh, why not? Like you said it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Which, by the but way, then he kind uh, of in that song, he questions his own thought process. Right. You know what and, I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine. And this is how I view it, because people there were some people that were freaking out about it. And I'm like, imagine a Tarantino movie. Imagine Django Unchained. And they didn't drop the N word. And you would be like, you wouldn't get the same kind of visceral feeling and hatred. Right. That you do it, it, it by hearing it. So he's yeah. like. He's trying to deliver the message so that it's understood even more. And like, there's certain people who are like, well, you could have just not said it. And I, I, I get that. And they have every right to say that. And I, I get that. However, know that the message hits harder 
similar to like Tarantino and his movies. When you do say that, so people can be like, oh shit, I shouldn't be doing that. You know? Right, yeah. You can't. So it, like, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, I, I think we're getting like super deep for flow and tell, but you know, this mm-hmm. album, this album makes you get real introspective on things. And, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I just lost where I was going. I forgot where I was going. That's, that's what we do on flow. That's Tell. what we do on flow and tell. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows where I'm but yeah, this out. album fucking classic. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I, I, I don't like doing that like so quickly, but like you already know, there's so many things to this album. This is going to age like fine wine. This album oh, yeah. is going to be even better a year from today than it is today. <laughs> I agree. I, I think so too. I, uh, this is, this is one of those ones that uh, people look back on for sure. Yeah. So I'm glad we got to cover it as flow and tell. I'm glad this is, you know, our reemergence uh, from, from being, you know, underground. Well, I mean, you could have gone to the draft pod and listened to us every week, but we did take a little hiatus, but we're back now. Um, and thank you, Kung Fu yeah. Kenny, for bringing us back, you know? Fucking A. We're doing it. We're doing it, kid. We represent Queen. She was raised out of Brooklyn. Peace. Peace.